Welcome to Tribe Talk, where we focus on the topics that will help you improve your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. I'm Dr. Elena Villanueva, and helping people improve their mental health is my passion. I'm Ann Hutira, and nutrition is my passion. Together, we invite you to be a part of our tribe and learn how addressing the root causes of your symptoms can bring you improved health and wellness. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the next hour of Tribe Talk. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tribe Talk. I'm Ann Hutira alongside Dr. Elena Villanueva, and we're so happy to have you with us today. We're so excited to jump in today's conversation with Wade Lightheart. We're going to tell you all about Wade. He's a three-time Canadian national all-natural bodybuilding champion who actually competed as a vegetarian. He's a former Mr. Universe competitor and host of the Awesome Health podcast. Now, Wade has been in the health industry for over 25 years. He's coached thousands of clients, and he's sought out by athletes and high-performance-oriented individuals for his advice on how to optimize their health and fitness levels. Now, Wade has authored numerous books on health, nutrition, and exercise, which have sold in over 80 countries. He's actually an advisor to the American Anti-Cancer Institute, and he's the co-founder and president at BioOptimizers, a digestive and health optimization company. Wade, Thanks for being here today. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Now, talk a little bit about your journey. I mean, obviously, you got started on this path to better health and optimization because of your own health and your own journey. Tell us a bit about that. Well, you know, there's points in everybody's life that I think shape your destiny. And sometimes we're not really clear about what those are when they first happen. But when I was 15, I was a Canadian kid, grew up just doing normal things in a very small town, rural area. But <clears throat> when I was 15, my parents moved to be caretakers of a, a, a resort, a private resort. And it was beautiful, but it was five miles to the nearest neighbor on a dirt road. The telephone poles. And I was not happy to go there when I was 15 for my parents. It was kind of paradise. Um, and so that mean, meant that I spent a lot of time by myself in a reflective type situation when, instead of just being out with my friends the normal way I would have been. So that was one thing. The second thing that happened is my sister, who was four years my senior, was diagnosed with Hodgkin's disease, a form of cancer of the lymph nodes. And I watched for the next four years as she went through the medical model uh, before she died at the age of 22. And the impact of that was, because I can remember specifically, we'd be taking her home from the hospital and we'd have to stop maybe five, six times on the 55 mile drive from the hospital and she'd be vomiting and stuff. And I remember just saying to myself, why is the treatment seems to be worse than the disease? And so, the, so that was kind of a naive thought embedded in me, which I think had implications for me to get into the health industry. And the third thing that happened is she gave me a bodybuilding magazine. Now, all of this happened in a very short period of time and kind of spanned out over decades. But she gave me a bodybuilding magazine that had Troy Zuclata, which was a blonde guy like myself. And he was in, when he had just won Mr. California and he had these two pretty girls on the cover in bikinis and I had never seen anything like that before and being driven mad with testosterone and nothing else to do. I said, well, I'm going to start maybe getting some muscles. 
So I started, and, and I also thought that if I got muscles, I got healthy on the outside. What I thought was healthy in my naive 15-year-old way is that maybe I could prevent the situation that was happening to my sister. And so I started, a, I built a gym in my barn because there was no gym to go to and it was rocky with pulleys and, you know, it was very crude. But I built a vision and a dream over there. And I used to tell my, I'd go out there and freeze my hands to the bar when it was 30 below and things like that. And my parents were saying, well, what are you doing? And I said, well, I fell in love with the sport, but I, I had read Education of a Bodybuilder by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm -hmm. And inside that book, he said three things that changed my life. He says, you can achieve anything you want in your life. If you have a positive attitude, self-discipline, and hard work. Well, everybody I knew worked hard. I didn't know anybody that didn't work hard. It was a very rough, rural, fishing, mining, forestry. I was picking rocks and cutting trees. You know, it was very rural and rough. And everybody was wore out by the time they were 50s. They all kind of walk like this. And everybody was, you know, and it's like, well, but nobody was talking about self-discipline. Nobody was talking about a positive attitude. And at the time, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, was the most famous actor in the world. And he had won all these Mr. Universe championships. And I made it a point in my life. I said, I'm going to win the Mr. Universe contest. I'm going to live in Venice Beach, California, like Arnold did. And I'm going to own a nutritional supplement company one day and help the world be healthier. And that led me to go to university and study exercise physiology and nutrition. And then I wasn't really impressed with what I felt was a whole bunch of compartmentalized information. There was no synergy within it. So at that point, I kept moving on in my bodybuilding career and started mentoring under different people. Um, my coach, Scott Abel, kind of transcended me into the national stage. I worked in every single aspect of the nutrition industry, from being a sponsored athlete to owning my own store to working for other companies to developing my own products and writing books and being a personal trainer. So I worked at literally every, even warehousing. I mean, I did it all. And over that whole journey, eventually it led me to hear when um, a friend of mine, Matt Gallant, who was also in the personal training business, I had got back from the Mr. Universe contest in 2003. And he said, hey, I, this is really unusual. You're not on drugs. You're a vegetarian. You're competing at the world championships. That's really rare. Maybe uh, we could sell this stuff online. And I was like, dude, what are you talking about? Nobody's making money online. That's crazy. I don't even own a computer because I had been living in an ashram. I had actually thought I was going to give up all my possessions and be a meditating monk, but the monks told me that I wasn't really qualified for that life. So, <laughs> so I had come back. I, I had no computers, no anything. I just had a title and I had, had a health challenge um, from my competitive aspects, the unmitigated competitive nature and where it can lead you. And um, we started a company. And uh, that was the beginning of Bioptimizers over 16 years ago. And it's morphed from first we were helping people in the high performance space and bodybuilding and muscle building and aesthetics. And then that moved as we aged and got out of that world, we more into performance and health. And that's what created the triangle of aesthetics, performance and health. The three areas where I think attract people into this sport or into this lifestyle. Most of us want to be more attractive to our preferred sexual partner but eventually you're like, I just got to keep up with the kids and the job and all this. So it's more performance based. And then eventually you get to the point is like, geez, I just want my health. And so we like, we address um, people from all facets of society, wherever they're coming in at and how to optimize that and avoid some of the mistakes that I've made.
Wade, talk a little bit about, you're obviously expert in nutrition. Digestion is your big thing. Talk about, um, you know, we see a lot of clients who are also working on healing their gut, getting out toxins, detoxing infection. And we go through gut healing and, and getting to that place of wellness and then optimizing from a gut perspective. Talk about why it's so important that someone addresses their gut and what's the single biggest thing someone can do to, to help their digestion? Really great questions. And I think the most important thing for people to recognize, and right now, I think it's 12 or 13% of the emergency hospital visits right now are gastrointestinal rated issues. 100 million people a day are suffering from some sort of digestive distress. 25% of those are on permanent prescription medication, which most of which you should only be on for four to six weeks before you address this. So what we have to first understand is the unintended consequences of technological innovation. In 1945, the United States changed the world by dropping a nuclear bomb on Japan, ending the war and ushering in the nuclear age. Subsequent to that, two things happened. One, it made all the nitrogen bombs of the past obsolete. Second thing that happened, there was a baby boom and a massive explosion of the population. Prior to that, most people lived on farms or involved farming, but now there is this huge manufacturing, industrial, technological revolution that happened. So the governments of the world, as people came into cities and started working in manufacturing, realized we have a food crisis. How are we going to support all these people 10, 20, 30 years down the road? This created agricultural bodies and government organizations, and we moved into monoculture farming instead of crop rotation and be being concentrated on nutrient density and having a soil reconditioning. They used to plow hemp into the soil and let it go foul and plant squash this year and potatoes this year and tomatoes that year on the same. So what happened, and then we got into packaging, producing, and distributing those products over long periods of time, stripping out essential enzymatic components and essential probiotics, the 